Hey friends, this is Malki Asad, and in today's video, I'll share with you a few tips on how you can study 12 hours a day without burning out. I used this technique myself when I was studying for my medical school for USMLE exams, and today I'll share with you some of these strategies from the moment you wake up, your study schedule, food, exercise, social life, until the moment you sleep. Before we start, make sure to subscribe to the channel, hit the bell sign, and have a look at my website and my blog which can help you in your study preparation and your SMLE exams. And now, let's get started. If you are committing to study 12 hours a day and you sleep between 7 to 8 hours a day, that will leave you around 4 to 5 hours of breaks. And breaks for everything, for food, for fun, going out, exercises, and breaks between your studying times. So you have to be very committed to your study schedule and have a detailed look of every moment you spend throughout your day. And the first thing I want to start talking about is the wake up to chair time. And what I mean by wake up to chair time is from the moment you open your eyes till you start studying. How much time do you spend for this process? For some students, it might be half an hour, others it might be hour or two hours. So you have to minimize that amount from the moment you open your eyes till you sit on the chair to start studying. Because this is wasted time. You're not doing anything productive during that time. So imagine if you're spending around two to three hours during that, just that period, if you transition that time into studying or breaks or going out, that would be much more fun. For me personally, wake up to chair time is around 20 minutes. And I didn't get there the first day I started studying. It evolved over time and it improved over time. So when you start studying, if your time is around two hours, try the next day to decrease it to around hour and a half. After a week or two weeks, try to decrease it to one hour until you get to around 30 minutes to 20 minutes. If the wake up to chair time for you is long, Try to look at where is this time spent? Are you spending a long time in bed from the time you wake up until you get up? Or is it between getting up and having the mood to sit and start studying? So try to analyze where is that time spent? It might be challenging to get up directly after you wake up after a few minutes, but try to motivate yourself by saying, if I get up right away after a minute or two from waking up, I can use that time to study or use that time to go out with friends and have fun. Look at the time you spend from the moment you get up until you sit on the chair. How much time do you spend to go wash your face, brush your teeth, make coffee, and try to minimize that time as much as possible. So try to spend a maximum of five minutes from the moment you wake up until you get up, around five minutes to brush your teeth, wash your face, go to the restroom, and around 10 minutes to prepare your coffee, prepare your desk, and start studying. Now, after you minimize the wake up to chair time, we have to start looking at the time that you are actually studying. And there are so many study schedules and studying techniques. The first one is just freestyle. You start studying and when you start feeling bored, you go and take a break. There is no specific time for the break. You come back and study until you feel bored and you take another break. The second technique is task driven. So you would say to yourself, I would finish 10 pages and after the 10 pages, I would take a five minute break. And then you come back afterwards and you finish another 10 pages and you take another break. So your breaks would depend on how much you can finish. If the first 10 pages took an hour, you would take your break after an hour. If the second 10 pages took two hours, you would stay studying until you finish the second 10 pages and you take your break. So it depends on the task that you can finish rather than the time it takes to finish that task. And the third technique is the Pomodoro technique, in which you decide that I will be studying for 25 minutes and then I will take five minutes break, or I will study for 50 minutes and I would take then 10 minutes break. There are so many variations of the Pomodoro technique 
and the ratio between studying time and number of breaks and length of the break would depend on you. If you're able to sit for long hours without feeling tired and bored, maybe you do two or three hours of studying and then you take 10 or 20 minutes break. If you're someone who can get distracted very easily if they stay for long hours of studying, maybe do the half an hour, five minutes break and then take another half an hour of studying, 10 minutes break. So have more breaks and divide them across the study time. Me personally, I prefer to study for longer time periods without breaks because I can stay focused without feeling bored and taking break every hour or every half an hour would disrupt my thoughts. But if you can stay focused for longer time periods, definitely take breaks, but make them short. If you take very long breaks between your studying times, you, it would be harder to get back to the mood of studying and to the line of thoughts that you had before taking the break. So if you're studying for half an hour, don't take half an hour of break, maybe five minutes of break. If you're studying for an hour, don't take half an hour of break afterwards, maybe 10 minutes or 15 minutes maximum. Regarding which technique I preferred when I was studying for my exams, I used to prefer the second technique, which is task driven. So I would finish 10 pages and then I would take a break another 10 pages and then I would take a break. If I'm studying a question bank, for example, you all, I would study 10 questions and then take a break. And I decide how many pages, how many questions by the amount of time it usually takes to finish these questions. So usually I prefer to study for one continuous hour. So if I take an hour for each 10 questions, I would say to myself, I would finish 10 questions. If I can finish 20 questions in one hour, I would study 20 questions and then take a break. So I feel that this technique and this strategy help me stay motivated to finish and then take the break. If I'm using the Pomodoro technique, I'm motivated to finish the time. But during that time period, during the half an hour or an hour, I'm not supposed to finish certain number of questions. But using the second technique, I'm motivated to finish certain number of questions or certain pages, so productivity, in order to get the reward, which is the break. These days, I'm using combination of the Pomodoro technique and the second technique because sometimes there is variability in the amount of time you need to finish 10 questions. So if the first 10 questions took you an hour to finish, but the second 10 questions took you two hours to finish, here you would start feeling bored and you need the break. So now I use a combination. Sometimes I feel more of studying in the Pomodoro technique. Other days I like to study in the second technique, which is the task. So you have to choose and balance between whatever techniques works best for you and stick with that. But in order to study 12 hours a day, you have to have a very clear idea of how many blocks are you studying, how long does each block last, your, the division of your breaks, how long does each break last, and you have to have that set up in advance. And now let's talk about food. When you're studying for exams and you're planning to study for 12 hours a day, it's highly recommended that you avoid heavy meals. Meals with high sugar, high fat, and try to eat very healthy. Regarding the number of meals and how do meals fit within your schedule, I used to have breakfast in the morning after two or three hours of studying. So I used to take around 20 minutes to have breakfast. And I also used that time to watch TV or talk to family, sit with friends. For lunch, I also used to have lunch during one of the breaks between the blocks of studying and also watch a movie, watch TV. Dinner, you can either go out somewhere and have dinner uh, or eat home. But you can use that time, the food time, to socialize with people or have fun and watch TV. Regarding exercise, I believe that it's very important to exercise and stay healthy when you're studying for exams. Something that if you're studying for 12 hours a day, you're not doing anything other than studying. And I think that's a misunderstanding. You have to exercise to stay healthy, change the environment, change the mood, and stay refreshed 
and also have something to look for if, if exercise is something you enjoy it would be something to look for when you're studying some students like to exercise in the morning so maybe run for 10-15 minutes in the morning some prefer to do that at the end of the day I'm one of those people who feel tired after running so I won't be able to focus 100% on studying after I run so that's why I prefer to do that at the end of the day or maybe in the middle of the day some don't feel that so they can do that in the beginning of the day and it would be a good way for them to start the day so they go for a run take a shower and then they start studying one advice when you're exercising don't do very very heavy exercise because that might make you feel tired and you won't be able to focus 100% on your studying afterwards personally I always preferred cardio over weight when I'm studying for long hours because I feel that weight would drain me physically more than cardio and I usually work out for around 10 to 15 minutes of running every day or every other day when I'm studying for exams another misunderstanding is that you have to give up your social life if you're studying for 12 hours a day I always kept close to my family my friends when I was studying for 12 hours a day or studying for exams the trick though in my opinion is to limit the number of hours you spend it with your friends or family so instead of going out for four or five hours you would go out for hour hour and a half so this would be enough time for you to change the mood change the environment and then come back to studying however that requires a very strong will because if you're having fun and enjoying your time after an hour hour and a half you might say to yourself okay let me stay for two more hours or three more hours so the trick is not in going out or not going out the hard part is to come back to studying after an hour hour and a half rather than spending three or four hours hanging out one tip that worked for me is that I used to motivate myself by saying if I come back home now and continue studying I would be able to go out tomorrow or after tomorrow if I stay for three or four more hours I won't be able to hang out for the rest of the week so try to motivate yourself create a system in which you'll be able to come back and study and you would be able to use that time to hang out more for the rest of the week and now going to our final point which is sleep in my opinion sleep is an extremely important part of you being able to study 12 hours a day consistently you can definitely not sleep for one or two days and study 24 hours a day but after two or three days you'd burn out and not be able to do that consistently so the trick of being able to study 12 hours a day consistently for longer time periods is good sleep and studies have shown that sleep is extremely important for retaining information so if you're looking to keep this information in your mind after you study it you have to have good sleep studies have shown that students who were sleep deprived were not able to retain the information as much as those who slept well for me personally I never set up an alarm when studying unless I have to wake up at a specific time period for a meeting or going to school but when I'm studying and I don't have to wake up at a specific time period I don't set up an alarm I let my body decide when is a good time to wake up I know for some students that is not the ideal case because they might sleep for 12 hours or 13 hours so in this case you might need an alarm but if you would sleep around 7 to 8 hours let your body decide when is a good time to wake up and now I want to give you some tips for good sleep the first of which is to keep a consistent sleeping schedule so don't sleep one day at 10 p.m. the next day at 3 a.m. and the third day at 11 p.m. try to stay within one hour of your sleeping time and also the same for waking up time another tip is to avoid caffeine alcohol or heavy meals before you sleep keep your room cold dark try to use your room only for sleep so your mind knows that when you go to bed this is for sleeping and when you're studying somewhere else this is for studying and personally i don't prefer to use sleeping aids unless needed 
try to use something like melatonin, avoid the heavy sleeping aids because that might make you feel sleepy the next day. I want to finish by saying that studying 12 hours a day is not easy. It does not happen overnight. A runner cannot jump from running one kilometer a day to five or 10 kilometers the next day. The same for studying. You might start with five hours a day, then go up to six, seven. Try to increase it around 20 minutes to half an hour every week and then increase it the next week and then assess how it's going. If you feel tired, exhausted, maybe go back to the next stage stay there for around three weeks and then increase it by 20 minutes or 30 minutes and then assess how it's going until you reach the 12 hours a day. I don't recommend jumping directly from five hours or six hours to 12 hours because that will probably lead to burnout and you won't be able to focus for these long hours. Here were the tips that helped me stay focused and be able to study 12 hours a day consistently for several weeks without burning out. If you have any tips or advice that I missed, that can help medical students study for longer time periods consistently, please drop them in the comments below and feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter at Malki Asad or my Facebook page Malki Asad MD. If you have any interest in learning about research, make sure to check out my research course and my statistics course, which will take you from the level of idea, literature review, building your variable list, manuscript writing, and then submitting and publishing your paper. If you find any value in this video, make sure to hit the like button and subscribe to the channel and hit the bell sign so you get notified whenever I post future videos on my YouTube channel. Thank you everyone so much for watching and see you in future videos. Peace.